You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, my name is Stephen Long, and I host a show here on Rock Candy called Sacred Tension. It's about the spiritual discipline of asking questions. If you find yourself uncomfortable in your faith, or if you find yourself caught between modern science and ancient religion, or if you're curious about the journeys of others who are sorting out faith and doubt, Sacred Tension is a place where nothing is off limits. You will find conversations with pastors, cult experts, spiritual leaders, and skeptics, all discussing the ways we navigate the faiths we were given. Find Sacred Tension right here on Rock Candy and wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Brown Sugar Diaries with Erica Michelle, the chronicles and misadventures of a plus-sized brown girl navigating life, love, and healing. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brown Sugar Diaries, on Twitter at BRWN Sugar Diaries, and on Facebook, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast, on YouTube, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast. You can send me an email, Brown Sugar Diaries Podcast at gmail.com, and visit the website, Brown Sugar Diaries.com. Welcome back to another episode of Brown Sugar Diaries. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're a returning listener, hey, sugar. I hope all of you are washing your hands, wearing your mask, taking your vitamins, eating well, practicing social distancing, drinking your water, moisturizing, and minding your damn business. I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving and you're having an uneventful day today. Let's get into these current topics, though. Okay, so first in the docket, Fresh Prince Reunion. Okay, so Janet Hubert was hands down my favorite Aunt Viv, but I think it took her too long to come forward and say that she had her own shit going on. Like, you sat up here for decades dragging young Willard Smith and blaming him for painting you in a negative light, which he did, in fact, do. But the reason he had that perception of you is because you had shit going on at home. And instead of finding a way to communicate that, you showed up to work being a bitch. Like, you contributed to the painting of yourself as the angry black woman because nobody knows that you're not okay if you hide behind, I'm okay. I would know because I'd be doing that shit. And then I'd be mad because don't nobody know that I ain't okay. (laughs) But I appreciate them for apologizing to each other. But it's got to take a level of responsibility too. But I mean, overall, I did enjoy the reunion. Like I, it was good to see everybody. Like, I mean, Uncle Phil, James Avery. That was so, oh my gosh. That was a lot. But I, I overall, I really did enjoy the reunion. Anyway, next on the docket. So, Lori Harvey is dating America's boy toy, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. <laughs> so, listen, sis is giving me serial data vibes, and that's cool. But damn, like, how does she do it? How does she find the energy to get to know a new dude so frequently? Like, I'm not judging her dating different dudes, but just the amount of energy 
and patience and time she has to get to know someone new so frequently like i hate small talks i don't know how many so tell me about yourself or what's your favorite color what's your favorite you know what's your hobby what's your favorite thing to do what do you do for fun i don't know how many of them conversations i have in me and i believe i'm a little bit of a chunk older than her but bless her whole heart because i don't have it i've shit maybe that's why i'm single who shall unpack that later but congrats to the couple I hope they last and I hope they happy. I hope they grow together. I hope it leads to something, you know, strong, long. And <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get into that. But I hope it leads to something that is long term and not just, you know, a temporary situation like her other situations have been, which there's no problem with that. If that's how you like your situations, whatever. But I do hope that this relationship lasts for her. And him, because he seems like that really kind of, like, relationship kind of guy. And so, I hope it's not like, uh, I'm sick of you. <laughs> I hope they, I hope they do well together. Next on the docket. Okay, so the last thing I really wanted to talk about, it's not really a current topic, but it kind of is. Like, I mean, it has been all year. So, first of all, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and stayed safe and didn't risk contracting and passing COVID. Um, Please stay responsible and just consider giving up your comforts for the safety of others. And, like, I think this pandemic is showing just how selfish and dishonest a lot of people are. Because people are out here with symptoms for weeks and not saying anything or just not wearing a mask or testing positive and not saying anything. And just going on on about life as though they can't pass this virus along and harm or even help kill people. Like it genuinely bothers me. So please be selfless and keep yourself and others safe. No gathering is worth putting yourself or others in danger. So y'all be safe in these streets, be considerate, be upfront, be transparent. And if, if it's a thing where you just don't want to tell anybody, just like y'all like to say, I make my moves in silence. I move in silence or whatever. Do that. Move in silence, quarantine yourself, isolate yourself. So you don't risk getting anyone else sick or helping them pass something along. Even if you don't have symptoms, like If you know you've been around somebody or you find out that you've been around somebody, quarantine yourself. Isolate yourself. Like, don't be selfish. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick about it. Keep other people safe. All right? Now, let's get into this episode, honey, after these ass, though. Hey, sugar, did you know that black women are four to five times more likely to die from preventable childbirth complications than women of any other race? That's why you need a doula. A doula is a pregnancy, labor, and birth support person who can help lessen your chances of a C-section, help ease your labor pains, and so much more. This episode of Brown Sugar Diaries is sponsored by Through Thick and Thin Doula Services in Atlanta, Georgia. Through Thick and Thin Doula Services provides doula mentorship, in-person, virtual, and travel birth and postpartum doula services, placenta encapsulation, and bang cone belly binding. Through Thick and Thin welcomes all mothers, but specializes in plus size, high-risk, and teen pregnancies, and is certified in basic life support and CPR. If you're in ATL and need a doula, hit up 
through thick and thin doula services at t3doulaservices.com and schedule your consultation today. All right, yeah, we back. So this episode, I just really wanted to come to y'all real quick with a grateful heart, a thankful heart. Um, because this year, I, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me kind of preface this a little bit. So at the end of last year, I was one of those people that was like, 2020 going to be my year. The, you know, the, the word that I had heard that, or that was on my heart for the year was overflow and abundance. And I was expecting that. And then pandemic hit. And then it felt like my whole world just came crashing down around me um and like it, like my whole world just got flipped upside down um and the other day I just kind of had a moment where because y'all know that I'm both like a little ratchet and a little sad <laughs> um like I'm literally that person that's 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 saved enough and humble enough to pray for you, but hood enough to swing on you. I really will fight you in Jesus' name. But <laughs> um, the other day, I just had a moment. Really, the past couple of weeks, it's just been like, I know I need to pray, um, but I don't know what to say. And I'm always that kind of person that I'd be so confused because, you know, in the Bible, it's like, you know, worry about nothing, pray about everything. But it's like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. But what does that actually mean? You know, like, am I not supposed to pray about it? Because the Lord knows. But if he know why, he ain't fixing it. <laughs> so I was kind of in that space. I wouldn't necessarily say mad at God, but mad at God. And so I just kind of got to that that point the other day when I was like, okay, Lord, I know I ain't said nothing in a minute and in a minute that's like a few weeks close to a month or whatever but I know you know my needs and I know you know my wants but I need you to bring me some kind of peace because I don't have peace right now I don't have comfort right now my whole situation right now is uncomfortable and I don't like it (laughs) And you know I don't too much care for being outside of my comfort zone. But I'm in this place. I'm in this season where I literally have nothing but you and my faith. And I'm discovering as as days go by that that's all that I need. And a lot of times that's all that I want because I would rather not have outside disturbances or outside influences that just say, you know that that influenced me or moved me out of the will of God, okay? So I I had this really long conversation and I always I don't know how to really end my prayers because I'll say, you know, this and all things I ask in your name, amen, and then be like, oh, an addendum. <laughs> so I just kind of start at the top of the day and be praying for stuff. And like before I go to sleep, I'll be like, okay. All the stuff I didn't ask for today. Thank you. And amen. <laughs> so I just, I, 
I had a moment earlier today, um, really earlier in the week where I was just like, okay, it's not what I want it to be, but it's not what it could be. It's not ideal, but it's not what it could be. It literally could be worse. And I, and I caught myself about to say, well, shit, what could be worse than this? <laughs> but I've since learned, um, when dealing with God, when asking things of God is not to ask how much more can I take because he'll show you. I know better than to ask those questions or I know not to say or not to ask like what now because he'll show you, you know. Um, so I'm really just grateful that though my situation is not ideal, though it's uncomfortable, Though I feel broken sometimes, I'm still gracefully broken, but I'm still grateful that I have life, health, and strength. Um, Like, even last night, I was around, I went to a friend's house, you know, to just stretch out and um, wash and just be, and she left for some time and then came back. And was just very cavalier. She wasn't like in my space. Or well I was in her space. But she wasn't like around me. And so she just kind of cavalierly mentioned that. Oh I tested positive for COVID. And I'm like I've been around you. Or in your space for the last 12 hours. And you chose not to say anything. And you let me come over here. And so um, it's been close to 12 hours now we're close to 24 hours now since I've been out of that space and of course you know um with school getting tested weekly um with clients making sure that my tests are negative and you know making sure that I'm not around them and that kind of stuff so I've been safe this whole time but I felt in that moment like I felt like I felt, I don't even know. Like, I felt violated. Like, you just so casually and cavalierly just said, oh, I tested positive for COVID. And then when I was like, okay, so I'll just monitor symptoms or whatever. And she was like, well, I think you'll be fine because I'm on the, I'm, I was in the thick of it last week, so I think you'll be fine. But, dog, you just got tested this week, and you still tested positive even though you're on the back end of your symptoms. Like, you still got this shit in your system. (laughs) And so, for me, it, it was like, it was immediate panic because... Not only have I I've been safe and been COVID free this whole time. Now you just expose me and you're just being so cavalier about it, not taking into account that I still have a birth that I have to attend. I still have a client who is who could go into labor at any moment now. Not to mention the fact that I haven't seen my family since last Christmas. Now, mind you, I pray and hope that if I do present with symptoms because strange things have happened this year. So people have been around folks with no mask who have tested positive and they haven't tested positive. And people have been around people with a mask on, washing their hands, social distancing and still test positive. Crazy shit has happened. Stranger things have happened. So, you know, praying that I that 
if symptoms present themselves, that they are mild and that, you know, one, that that they will subside by the time I get ready to go home for Christmas on Christmas Eve. It's just the simple fact that my brother has lupus. My mama has asthma. She's got high blood pressure. My brother has high blood pressure. He has diabetes. It's still the point. It's the principle of the shit. Like, like I just... I just went into this place of almost like rage because like I've been fine and I haven't seen my family since last year of Christmas, since Christmas of 2019. And it just, I cried. I cried for so long. A shout out to my sorrow Candace for letting me cry on the phone <laughs> um, and letting me get, you know, talk through it and work through it and just get it all out instead of just letting me harbor it. So, um, but even now, I know um, how to take care of myself. I've been, you know, eating fairly well and taking vitamins and drinking water and trying to get a little daily walk in. And I pray that, you know, that has been enough for me to be okay. Um, and then again, that, you know, if, if symptoms present themselves, that they are mild. and I, But I pray that, that I don't have any symptoms. And I just, I still have a grateful heart because this could be, it, it could be something that, a virus that just attacks immediately and just takes people out and just drops you within hours. Um the gratefulness in it. I, I can't quite figure out what the gratefulness is, but there's something in me that just feels like for whatever reason I needed to have this exposure. Maybe this maybe this exposure is is a test for God to to see if I trust him. Um but I was sitting in my car And I just, I was in the midst of my tears. I was just crying and I said, okay. Um, After reading my Bible plan, it's a Bible plan called Dangerous Prayers. Y'all should really look that up. Um, And one of the devotion today was basically surrounding um, the prayer. Remember who it was that prayed it, but was just like, break me. Um, And he made mention of like how in church, um, well, Jesus was saying that, you know, at the communion table, this is my body. He broke the bread. This is my body. Take, eat, do this in remembrance of me. And this is my blood. Take, drink, do this in remembrance of me. And he was like, well, what if he's not literally talking about breaking bread and drinking wine daily, but literally break my body, break my soul so that whatever it is that you have for me that I can deny my flesh and break myself daily to be in your will and do what it, do and be and be placed and posture myself where you would have me to be and i really sat there and i was like okay i don't know if this is a part of the breaking i don't know if this exposure to covid is a part of the breaking the as part of the the crushing that you want me to experience to to know that I trust you but okay here it is 
here it is. I know you to be a healer. I trust you to be a healer. I've seen you heal my brother. I've seen you heal my mama. I've seen you heal people. And all I got right now is for you to to do your thing in me in my life and keep me safe and keep me alive and keep me well and keep me healthy. Regardless of the negligence of other people, I'm grateful that <clears throat> even in the midst of a pandemic, I have been safe. I'm grateful that even when I didn't know how stuff was going to work out, it worked out. I'm grateful that I have people that I can call on outside of my therapist when I when I'm not able to talk to her weekly when I have to skip a week or two weeks or three weeks I'm grateful that I have people in my life who are able to who are able to and willing to listen to me and let me cry and let me get it all out and let me just be and not have to have on this front and not have to put on this facade and pretend to be okay I'm grateful for people who allow me to just not be okay and allow me to break and who can give me spiritual advice and give me spiritual um, correction, gentle correction, even when I'm being a hothead, because y'all know I can be a hothead sometimes. <laughs> but I'm grateful for even the smaller things in life. Um, just being able to go and grab something to eat some days. Like, I don't think people really understand just how underrated that truly is. And I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful, y'all. Like, I just, I did a lot of complaining this year. Now, last year, I moved in fear a lot. This year, I stepped out on faith a whole lot. But even with stepping out on faith, I did a whole lot of complaining. And so, even in the midst of my complaints, I'm still grateful that God gracefully broke me. And he didn't send me to a place where I felt like I needed to end my life. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that there haven't been times where I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready for this to be over. I want this to be over. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be here no more. Let me just go ahead and end it. I That would be less than honest if I told you that there weren't times that I didn't think that or lean towards that. But I'm grateful that even with my attempts, he ain't let them go through. He let them fail. And so even with that, I'm grateful that he didn't, he allowed me to live. I'm grateful that he's put people in my life to show me that I have something to live for. I have things that I have to do. I have a purpose. I have stuff I have gifts and talents that the world needs I I mean I think I can do a whole bunch of stuff but I don't know about all the extra stuff <laughs> but I'm grateful that I'm grateful for life I'm grateful for strength I'm grateful for my health I'm just grateful that I can I can call my mama and talk to my mama because everybody don't have that I'm grateful that even when it looks bad there's still a little glimpse of good. Even when it feels bad, there's still a glimpse of good. So I'm 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 extremely grateful. I'm extremely um thankful for those of you who pray for me, um, who check in on me 
And those of you who can read through um, my I'm okay <laughs> and know that I'm not, um, I'm grateful for people in my life who love me and care for me and genuinely, truly support me. Because I've had a lot of fake and phony people in my life. And I still got a lot of fake and phony people in my life. But we're going to dive into that later. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for even when, you know, I'm a better friend to other people than they are to me. I'm grateful for the no's. I'm grateful for the slow yeses and the fast no's. I'm grateful for the people who I felt like have slammed doors in my face. Not literally, but figuratively. I'm grateful for the people who um, were less than generous or welcoming to me um, throughout this transition in my life. I'm grateful for it all because I know that even on, even though there are days and moments when I feel broken, that there's still a blessing on the other side of the brokenness. So I'm grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for um for just the journey. I think a lot of people don't appreciate the journey. And that's one of the things that I'm grateful for. It's just the journey, this journey through faith, this journey through this this wilderness. Because a lot of people say, well, dang, Lord, I had to go through that to get to this. And I'm I'm grateful for my that to get to, I'm grateful for my this to get to my that. <laughs> um, I don't know what's in store for 2021. And I won't say that 2021 won't be the year for, for me, the, the year of restoration, because I've lost a lot this year. But I think 2020 was the year for me to lose a lot, to truly trust and depend on God. And I'm just ready to see what he has on the other side of this. I'm ready to see what's mine. I'm ready to see what he's going to do in my life and how he's going to move in my life. I'm ready for better. I'm ready for greater. I'm ready for my increase. I'm ready for new doors, new avenues, new ways, new windows, new hallways, new whatevers. I'm ready for it. And whatever I have to do to stay in his will to get to it is what I'll do. So if that means I got to cut folks off, then they got to go. If it means I have to step outside of my comfort zone and mingle and dine with people who I otherwise would not because maybe they've... They're just not my my type of person or maybe they've done me wrong or hurt my feelings or something in the past. If that if that means that I have to sit at the table with an enemy just to be in his will and get, will get to what and where he'll have me be and have me have, then that's what I'm willing to do. So I want to challenge you all to just be grateful. Even when it looks bad, it's still good. Even when it hurts, there's still good in it. And whew, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry.
but celebrate the good, even in the midst of the bad. Celebrate the rainbow, even in the midst of the storm. And with that, we about to transition into this spoonful of sugar segment. I kind of flipped it, and y'all are here why. Because y'all don't be submitting nothing. But I'm going to go ahead and slide into this segment, okay? Okay. The spoonful of sugar segment is inspired by the Mary Poppins phrase, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this segment, I give an inspirational quote or piece of encouragement because sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up or in this case, a spoonful of sugar to make a tough, unpleasant situation or hard pill to swallow just a little bit sweeter. See, I told y'all, I flipped it. So, (laughs) today's spoonful of sugar is one of the quotes I've been, that's just been on my heart all week. And I hope that you'll take this um, into your day, into your next week, into the coming months, into the next year. And that quote is, the more you are thankful, the more you attract things to be thankful for. And I can't tell you like how each day this kind this this just grows on me and I see how true it is because every time I say God thank you he sends something else for me to say thank you for he keeps blessing me when I show gratitude and show that I appreciate even the small blessings so like I said before regardless of how small it is be thankful for it And that way, you can open up the doors, open up the windows, and your cup will start to overflow. So be thankful for even the small stuff so you can get more big stuff. All right? I'll holler at y'all. And don't forget to wash your hands, practice social distance, take your vitamins, drink your water, moisturize, and mind your business. All right? And most of all, play nice here. Do you have a question to ask or just need some advice or want to sprinkle some sugar on your situation? Visit the link in the bio. It'll take you to the website. From there, click on a spoonful of sugar submissions. All submissions are anonymous. And spill your tea, sugar. Spill it all. And don't forget to rate, review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on all your podcasting platforms. shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.